0: Hello and welcome to the show. I want to talk about gratitude. And I thought it was appropriate to talk about that because today is Canadian Thanksgiving. It's a day to give thanks. Thanks for family and friends, for being in your life, for providing that love, that friendship, that support. And it's also giving thanks for gathering together to enjoy a Thanksgiving meal. It's also giving thanks for the food. Now, I want to share that next to Christmas, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. I love just everything about that particular day. Well, actually the whole weekend, if you want to be honest about it. It's getting together with friends. It's sharing activities because the weather typically is not as cold as, as it usually gets in the fall in, in Winnipeg, but it's, I guess, probably in the teens, which is still warm enough and the sun is shining. You know, it's enough to put on a sweater and go for a walk. And as you're walking, you know, you're crunching the leaves underfoot. I love the smells in the air. This It's a spicy smell not sure if it's coming from the leaves but it's just beautiful weekend and, and i absolutely love it and i so look forward to it and when it comes to a thanksgiving meal i love preparing a turkey dinner um <laughs> it's a lot of work i remember when i first started doing the uh, turkey dinner my husband kept saying to me you oh, know that's a lot of work you know why why don't you eliminate a couple of dishes or buy a a turkey that already has stuffing in it and my answer to him was well it's not the same and i'm sure you can relate because when you go for dinner let's say it's um a birthday dinner it's easter it's christmas it's maybe even thanksgiving you look forward to certain dishes and when the dishes aren't there it's like well where's the gravy where's where's the pie where's you know where's this that you know you were so looking forward to and for me it is a lot of work but you know what i look at it as a labor of love because I prepare the turkey, it's thawed and ready to go, and I prepare the stuffing. You know, it's my mom's recipe, and it's the same stuffing that I've made pretty much all my life, and the same stuffing that my kids have been eating all these years. Speaking of stuffing, I I want to mention that one year I decided that, and I can't remember what it was, it was either cranberries or mushrooms, and I added that to the stuffing, thinking that you know, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Well, let me tell you, the reaction was, what happened to our stuffing? Why, why does it have mushrooms or cranberries or whatever it is? And so it was a lesson learned for me to, okay, don't mess with what works. So I, I make the stuffing. And I, I'm sorry, I can't tell you what's in it. It is my secret family recipe, which I will pass down to my kids. But I make the same stuffing and then i make all the side dishes now in the fall you have a bounty of root vegetables you have the yams and the beets and the potatoes and the carrots and i love making it's a sweet potato mash so to speak i cook it and then i mash it up and then i i whip it adding butter and maple syrup and then sprinkling some nutmeg on top and it's just oh so delicious and then I do my own version of Harvard beets. I cook the beets and I shred them and and I put, uh, you know, equal amounts of, you know, vinegar and a little sugar and lots of butter and just let it get caramelized. And it's just so yummy. And then I make my own cranberry relish. Not everybody likes it. I typically have lots left over, which I then put into muffins because I don't want to waste anything. And then I whip up the potatoes. So we have mashed potatoes and I put in lots of butter again and cream because you know when you're eating a thanksgiving meal it's not the time to watch your calories or <laughs> you know look for low fat food it's meant to be enjoyed you want to give thanks for the food and how delicious it is and and how good you feel afterwards and then i also make meatballs so I, again i have my mom's recipe for meatballs and i make my own gravy and then you need dessert. And what goes better on Thanksgiving, but pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. And this is a recipe that I found in one of those cookbooks that, you know, ladies guild or churches put together. And it's where, you know, everyone submits their favorite recipe. And this is a recipe that I use for my pumpkin pie. And for my dough, You're going to laugh at this, but I still use the pie dough recipe from grade eight home economics. I know (laughs) it's crazy, but it's a pie recipe that the dough works for me. And I've been making it so long that I can tell by feel because you don't want to overwork it too much because then the crust gets really hard. So it's working it enough that it keeps its shape but then when you actually have the pie, it's flaky and mm, so good. And of course, tons of whipped cream because, you know, you can't have pumpkin pie without whipped cream. And I love cooking for my family, you know, just the the whole process. And yes, it takes all day, but I take my time. I have my routine. I have my schedule about when I'm doing the pies and when I'm doing the side dishes and when the turkey goes in the oven and how long it's going to be in the oven. And I've got it all timed out. So while all of this is happening, I have the windows open and there's that beautiful breeze that's coming in and I put on some music. And funny thing is, is that even though Christmas is a couple of months away, I put on the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and I love that music. And for some reason, just Playing that music while I'm preparing the turkey dinner, everything makes me feel happy and I'm happy and I feel joyful. And I look forward to the reactions from my family and whoever wants to join us, you know, friends, extended family, et cetera. And just look forward to how everyone appreciates the food and enjoys the food. And of course, since, you know, I always make lots of food, I send leftovers with the kids because. You know, that way they don't have to cook and they can still enjoy it. And personally for me, I find leftovers taste better the next day. Something about letting all the the flavors and everything kind of meld together. And that's what makes me feel grateful. You know, getting back to the idea of gratitude. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to prepare a turkey dinner to have my family over, friends over. And it's giving thanks for having that ability to provide for family. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Cundell, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with, at soundoff.network. Now let's go back to thinking about the attitude of gratitude. So why is an attitude of gratitude so important? Well, we can feel grateful for things in our life, but sometimes we tend to forget to feel that gratefulness or to feel that gratitude for what life has given us, for what we've been able to earn for ourselves perhaps, or what we've been able to make from our life. And I think about sometimes when Life can be difficult. You know, you have a life change that you weren't expecting. And you may be feeling a little down, perhaps a little depressed, and feeling that life isn't fair, that whatever it is that's happened, you lose sight of the things that you are grateful for. You know, so let's think about when we, let's say, gain a few pounds. And we look at ourselves in the mirror, and I've done this not all the time, but sometimes you look at the mirror and you think, Oh my gosh, I wish I could lose some weight, or I wish, you know, my clothes fit a little bit better, or I wish I didn't have all these wrinkles, or, you know, if you have gray hair, or whatever it is that you are feeling slightly negative about, stop and think of the things that you are grateful for. You're grateful that you have a strong body, you're grateful that you're alive. You're grateful that you have earned any wrinkles, laugh lines, because you've lived a well-lived and loved life. Grateful for family. Grateful for your children. Grateful for a spouse, a partner. Grateful for your good friends that are there to support you. You know, I think about... Some of my best friends, you know, I've mentioned my girlfriends, uh, Barb and Jan, you know, sisters from another mister. And those are the friends that you can call at three in the morning when you're having whatever it is, you know, you've got some sort of a crisis going on. Maybe you're feeling really down and out and you just, you know, you need somebody to talk to, or there's an emergency. One of the kids are sick, you're sick, husband's sick, whatever it is grateful to have those friends that you can call any time of the day or night and have that reaction of what do you need? How can I help? It's feeling grateful for the opportunities that you get in life. You know, the opportunity to, you know, when you're retired as I am, well, technically self-employed, AKA retired, but the opportunities that come up, to do something different with your life. You know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be an instructor at the University of Winnipeg PACE program. I'm grateful for the feedback, the reactions from my students as they connect with me and as I connect with them. Feeling grateful to be able to do this podcast because prior to, I guess, 2020, I would never have thought of it. Oh, I love listening to podcasts, but never in my wildest dreams had I ever considered the possibility that I would have my own podcast one day. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the people that help edit and produce my podcast because I'm sure I could have learned how to do it, but did I really want to? That's not really my forte. You know, that's not living in my energy. That I think would have taken away from some of my creativity, some of my, I guess, talent in sharing my thoughts with you and being able to interview so many wonderful people. So I'm grateful for, you know, the Sound Off Media Company that edit and produce my podcast. I'm grateful for my listeners because, I, you know, as I tell my students in my effective oral communication class, the audience is the most important part of your presentation, because without an audience, you wouldn't be doing a speech or a presentation. (laughs) So my listeners are important to me, and I'm grateful for every one of them. And when I think about Attitude of Gratitude, I recently read a book, and the title is Good Morning, I Love You. The author is Shauna Shapiro. And Shauna talks about mindfulness, self-compassion, practices to rewire your brain for calm, clarity, and joy. So what does this have to do with gratitude? Well, in the book, she has three pillars that she refers to when it comes to mindfulness. But these three pillars can apply to basically anything. So the first one is intention. Intention is what are you intending to do? And then the second one is attention. What attention are you putting towards your intention? You know, because you you can intend to do a lot of things. I intend to write a book. Okay, but are you putting attention to doing that? You know, are you creating a schedule to write the book? You know, they talk about good intentions. You know, you had good intentions, but it's that word, but... That comes after it because really, without attention to your intention, where is it going to go? And then the third pillar is the attitude. What attitude are you offering to attention and your intention? So the author talks about you know your intention is to direct your deepest hopes and values the attention is training our mind to be present and really pay attention to our deepest hopes and values. And then the attitude refers to how we are paying attention. Do we have an attitude of kindness, of curiosity, of gratitude, that we are having the opportunity to follow our intention And keeping mind to what we are paying attention to. Because getting back to gratitude, it's paying attention to the things that we are grateful for. You know, sometimes we take things for granted. You know, we take for granted that we can do certain things. We have our talents, we have our strengths. But if you're not paying attention to what those strengths and those talents are, You can take them for granted and maybe start to feel that, you know, I'm nothing special. You know, anybody can do whatever it is that you're doing, but that's not true. Yes, everyone can paint, everyone can sing, everyone can play music, everyone can bake a a mean pumpkin pie, (laughs) but everyone will do it slightly differently. And that is something to be grateful for, that we have those talents, we have those strengths. We have something that we can offer to the world, and it's sometimes hard to see the value of that because we don't always get that acknowledgement from those around us for the things that we are offering. But really, does it matter? Do you need someone to tell you, hey, that was really great? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to get those compliments. It's nice to get the feedback. It's nice to get that appreciation. You know, thanks, mom. Dinner was so delicious. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to Christmas, you know, so, but I'm not waiting for my kids to tell me, thank you, because I can see it when they're eating my food. I can see the appreciation on their faces, asking for seconds and saying, oh, I'm really full, but you know what? I have room for pie because I love your pumpkin pie. So it's not waiting for someone to give you a pat on the back and to tell you something verbally how much they appreciate it. You know, it's like buying a gift for someone because you felt like doing it and then having the person say to you, which has happened to me, oh, but I didn't get you anything. Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is, is that I wanted to give you something. You know, when you give somebody a compliment, you know, when you give somebody a gift, you're not. Waiting for them to reciprocate with a compliment or a gift. It's coming from your heart. It's coming from your feeling of being grateful for that friend and showing them or telling them how grateful you are. That's what it is. That attitude of gratitude is paying attention to what you're grateful for, who you're grateful for. And really, I think. That is enough. Knowing that I'm surrounded by love, by people who care. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I have food to eat. I am doing things that I absolutely love. I'm working for myself. You know, grateful for a husband who loves me. We drive each other crazy, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we love each other. We support each other. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my granddaughter, Lenny, who fills my heart with joy and love and oh, I love that little girl. she just she's the light of my life. And I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my new friends that I've made through the Major Girl group, and sometimes just sitting back and thinking about all the things that you are grateful for, all the love the support the care the friendship and i know that it's a good idea to have a gratitude journal they recommend that you know either first thing in the morning or last thing or or both is to write three things that you're grateful for well right now <laughs> i can think of way more than three things that i'm grateful for and so i don't think i really need to actually write it down Because if I have an off day, it's a time for me to take a step back, reflect on what I'm grateful for in that moment, and it's paying attention to my attitude of gratitude. So until next time, think about what is your attitude to gratitude? What are the things that you are grateful for? What are the things that fill you with joy and happiness. Who are the people in your life that you are grateful for? And enjoy your Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee.